Hello everyone and welcome back to Creative Land. Uh, I'm actually going to skip housekeeping today because there's not much to update. It's been a crazy holiday season so um, I haven't had an opportunity to try to push the podcast out on more uh, streams just so that you're aware of the ones that are currently there. We've got Podbean, uh, Stitcher and Google Play. So those are the ones where you can find me now. Um, okay, so I think this, this episode's going to be back to land, because I think the last one was on creativity, and uh, I think I would maybe delve into the why, like why do I actually want land, and uh, there's a few reasons. So the first one is that I want to be able to grow my own food. Yes, believe it or not, I actually want to take on the challenge of growing my own food, and there's so many reasons for that. Um, mostly it's because I think the food industry is pretty broken and uh, I don't want this to be a political um, podcast so I'm not going to go into that in great depth but um, I would just like more control over the food that I'm eating and one way to do that is to simply grow your own. So um, yeah we we are actually changing how we eat a lot. Um, whether or not we're going to become full vegetarians, I don't know. But currently, we just are eating a lot more vegetables than we ever did. And feeling really good about that, by the way, if anyone's thinking about adding more vegetables to their diet, it's definitely, um, it's definitely been positive for us. So go for it. Um, but in adding more vegetables, we started like figuring out a, how much they're costing, and B, you know, wanting the organic stuff, it gets really expensive. So um, we just wanted a way to maybe control that more. And I found online tons of people who are growing their own vegetables. And again, I follow homesteaders. So of course, they're growing their own vegetables on a larger uh, scale. But then I started finding all these videos of people actually growing food in their apartments um, in the smallest spaces and they've come up with crazy ways to do it that are just really, really inspiring. Um, yeah. So for ourselves, like we know if we grow our own food, we don't, we know exactly what's going into it. We, we know whether or not we're going to use certain deterrents like pest deterrents, like pesticides or, um, the nutrients, like we can control how much is going in. Um, I know that there's a lot of people who grow, uh, in their homes using vertical growing or and or aeroponic or hydroponic growing. I actually have some videos and I'm going to link those for you guys. Um, just some of the things we thought we would experiment with. So this year, actually, we're going to try the summer using hydroponic growing methods uh, as well as vertical. Like we're going to go up a bit um, to do this. It's kind of like a Z, like a continuing Z like a zigzag going back and forth. That's what we're going to give a whirl. And I think the most challenging part of it is going to be actually learning how to do the solar power pump because the, the actual creating of the slots for your vegetables to grow out of that, that seems actually quite easy to do. <laughs> I'm saying that because it'll be my husband <laughs> drilling all the holes and working with all the physical bits, but um, it's the sort of the electronic part, if you will, uh, that's a little daunting. But again, there's so many videos online for how to just use very simple uh, solar pumps, etc. So we'll be trying that this year. Um, the funny thing is, if anyone has known me to date, they may be laughing right now because I used to constantly say that I have a black thumb. And I'm not saying that because I'm a woman of color. I, I literally could not grow anything. Like I killed 
everything that I touched. I tried low light plants, you know, low care need plants, indoor, outdoor. I just couldn't seem to do it. And in retrospect, I think it's because I didn't have like full interest. Like I think I was trying to do it just because people have plants in their house and not because I was connecting to what I was doing. Um, I think that's what was going on. I'm not sure, but I really could not grow things before. So last year, actually in the summer, I chose to challenge that limiting belief. So I went and got seedlings. (laughs) That was the first thing I did. I was like, instead of making it as hard as possible on myself, like trying to actually grow something from a seed, Let's just use seedlings that aren't fully grown. They still require care, but, you know, they've, they're a little further along. So I did that. I went and got all these different seedlings and started out with these beautiful um, flower pot plants. I think my husband has photos, so I'll post them if I can uh, as part of the episode tidbits um, for this podcast. And yeah, like they just ended up being so beautiful and so full that I kind of got inspired which is usually what happens. You know, you try something, you see that you like it or that you're having some success. And then you're like, I want to do this even more. So I went back to the greenhouses and started looking at maybe more unique things, um, such as like foods. So I started looking at herbs and basil and lavender and even went as far as picking up a couple of different peppers and we grew them. Like we actually did it. (laughs) Like for those of you who are like, you know, awesome with gardening you're like okay but honestly for us who have never done it before it's like a miracle like it really is like growing food is kind of like a miracle and it's uh really beautiful and I started feeling like super connected to the plants that I was growing and I would go out there and talk to them and my father-in-law actually would come over in the summer when we were away or camping or whatever and stay and water the plants and he seemed to get so much joy out of the garden as well and I just thought how cool is that that so many people can get joy from something like plants growing them or interacting with them. I also had a huge barbecue in the summer and I had my friends come over and they were just like, your backyard's so pretty. And of course, that felt awesome because it went from being this just barren wooden backyard with a porch and nothing and a shed to like, I felt like I was in an oasis. <laughs> and it was amazing. So yeah, it really inspired me. And I got a lot of joy um, from putting my hands in the soil and dealing with that. But now I'm thinking, you know, it would be lovely to actually grow things that I'll eat. Uh, My husband actually ate some of the peppers that we picked um, and other ones he's tried this drying technique. And even that's just fun and creative, just learning what to do. So now I've been watching videos on preserving food because I have all these high hopes (laughs) of all this food I'll be growing uh, next year. But yeah, basically, we're going to just give it a whirl in the summer. You know, can we grow our own kale? Because we make our own super salad and, you know, we're constantly going out to buy kale. And, you know, can we grow broccoli and tomatoes? So yeah, we want our own land because eventually we're going to want to spread that out. Right now we're going to be limited in what we can do, but I would like to at least do some. So yeah, having more land would allow us to try different things for growing our own food. So, you know, even with um, organic foods that we purchase, I was doing a little bit of research and I found out that If you get organic food that comes from a different country, when it crosses our borders, sometimes it's sprayed because, of course, it was raised, you know, grown, sorry, organically. So there's this fear of pests 
crossing over into countries. And I just thought like, even if you're buying organic, like you still could be exposed to pesticides or harmful, toxic sprays. And I just thought this is crazy. So again, yeah, we want to grow food. So um, yeah, very inspired by my success last last year. And I'll keep you guys up to date on this year, of course, as we try building this hydroponic uh, contraption. And actually, I'll put more videos because not only the one we're following, but there's many ways to do this. Like you can do this indoors with grow lamps. And so I'll put some videos just so you guys can check it out if you're interested in maybe trying the same thing. Um, yeah, so two, like the second reason why we want our own land is because I want animals. So I have always loved animals. Like it's just, I don't know. I just love animals to death. Like I just think they're just amazing. They make me laugh. They're just so cool. I'm one of those sappy people who sometimes watches those YouTube videos on like a cat helping a dog or whatever it is and I don't know there's just something really beautiful in the natural state that you usually find animals in like they're just being themselves and there's something very warm and comforting about that um I actually had to put down my own fur baby I think it was last year or it could have been the year before now wow time is going really quickly and uh that was really hard and there was this part of me that was like I'm never I never want to have animals in my house again because it was just so challenging to let go of something that you love that much um, but yeah, there's also a joy that really can't be replaced. Like I really miss my little friend, like my little companion. And, um, when I was growing up, my father had kind of like a mock farm or a hobby farm. He had, uh, a quarter horse and a pony and some pigs. I remember, I don't think I ever saw a goat, but there were dogs and there were ducks in the pond and chickens. And at one point there were rabbits. And I just thought, it was so cool. I used to love going out and just sitting with the animals and just just seeing them. And so, yeah, that's something that I would really like to have is um, animals. And there's a couple reasons why. Mostly I want them for their products, um, like duck and chicken eggs and possibly, I don't know, a goat or maybe a Jersey cow for milk. But um, on the second one, I'm not so sure because in order to get milk, you know, they have to be giving birth. And to be honest, I don't know that I'm 100% into um, inspired to delve into like animal husbandry. Um, but definitely like chickens and ducks for their eggs and of course dogs, cats. Um, and and hopefully, you know, I have bird feeders out now. I'll continue that. So that's what I mean by animals. Um, I don't think I'll be having like a farm uh, where I have tons of animals because if I become a farmer, then I can't do my creative life. So there's going to be a fine balance there. But yeah, I definitely would like to have animals around me. And I was looking at some homesteading videos and actually pigs are used like terraformers. I had no idea. Like they let these pigs loose in fields and they just root everything up. Like they just turn the land over. And I just think that's crazy. And again, with chickens, they make these like mobile chicken coops and then they keep moving them because as the chickens do their thing, like just by being chickens, they actually fertilize your soil. And I mean, there's just so much to learn. Honestly, I'll try to post videos as we go along so that you can see them too. If you're interested, just to know about them. Um, but this is the kind of life that I'm going for. Again, I won't be raising animals for meat. Um, and I, again, this is not a political podcast. I'm not trying to convert anyone. Um, it's just myself. I know that I wouldn't follow through with it in the end. So yeah, so mostly just looking for the products like the egg slash milk. 
Um, yeah, the most important reason, so we're on to number three here, reason number three why I want this land is because I want a creative space. I mean, that goes without saying. That's why we're calling it Creative Land. That's what this whole podcast is about. And uh, for me, I need the land because I kind of want to be in in quiet. Like, everyone is different. I know some people who love living in big metropolises, you know, big cities. They love that life, the hustle and bustle. I tend to be more of an introvert who likes the quiet. And I've noticed throughout my life that there's something that always makes me feel calm. And that's whenever I'm in trees, like whenever I'm in nature or in the country or we go away like we recently did to go check out an area that we may have been interested in buying, uh, Beaverdale in BC here. And I just felt calm right away, just being in the trees. So for me, as you know from the other podcast that I did, um, yeah, I definitely need the trees. And I can't really control that necessarily in a suburban setting. Um, I notice a lot of the homes that I see, they're just, there's no land there. So there's not a lot of trees or they have to move the tree because it's blocking this or, and then the one tree that was there comes down. And for me, I I would really like to be surrounded by trees. So um, for my creativity though, bringing that back around, like it's part of who I am. And so I don't know, I believe that I can find a certain kind of financial freedom in homesteading and using green technologies on this land um, that's better for me financially but it's also better for the earth and you know it just aligns to let me live my best life Um, and this type of living just lets me be myself which I think when you are yourself is when your creativity comes alive because you can hear yourself so I want to sort of create an environment that lets me hear myself I think if you're creative you'll understand (laughs) what I'm saying. And if you're not, maybe you still do, but it also might sound a little weird. But, you know, you need to be able to hear yourself if you're trying to create because it all comes from inside of you. um, Or it comes from being able to listen for things that are maybe external that come through you. So yeah, I find that when I'm in quiet is when I get my best ideas. It's usually when I get an idea for a story or a new painting or I can just hear my thoughts and in hearing my thoughts, it just leads me to like that natural self-inquiry where in there, when I'm looking for myself or at myself, it's where I find the creativity. So for me, it's just highly important um, to have this land where I can create this. And of course, you also know, because I've alluded to it, that I would also like this land because I'd like to create a spot where other creatives can come. Like, I guess that's my way of giving back. Um, I hope that I'm giving back through my art because I'm hoping that my art moves people. But it would also be nice, like being a creative who has struggled to find a place. Um, and I'm talking about like a physical place, never mind <laughs> the the actual like place for your art in the world. But I'm talking about a physical place to create that is um, financially uh let's see, like achievable for me. Cause I used to look at like, well, can I rent out this little spot to do my creative projects or, you know, renting out storage to hold some of my creative projects. And man, it just, it racks up so quickly. Um, so I'm hoping to have this place where I can inspire other creatives. And again, I don't know exactly what that's going to look like, but you know, we got to baby step our way to this thing. Let's get the land first. But yeah, I just wanted to share you, with you guys why land? Like, why not just do it in an apartment? Which I am, by the way. I also think it's highly important to maximize your your dreams 
as you can. So maybe I can't control the fact that I live in a strata right now, but I can absolutely um, use some of the space here to start in on that creative life, like living the life you want. I think I already dropped this quote before, um, but, you know, Andy J. Pizza, he, someone I listen to, a creative that I listen to, he said something along the lines of, um, instead of saying fake it till you make it, like he didn't like that phrase, he said, dress for the job you want to have. And I sort of use that very loosely. Like if I want to be a creative, be one now to, to whatever extent I'm able to do that, you know, do that now. Um, and again with the growing, okay, I don't have, I literally actually don't have any land because we built a porch cause it was just a big clay mud pit in the back. And for a couple of years we tried growing grass back there and we just couldn't. So we decided to actually porch over the entire space, which my husband did. It's so beautiful. So grateful for the work that he did back there. Um, and now we enjoy it. We actually have barbecues back there. And what I've done is brought in um, pots for plants because that's what I can do and if I move to hydroponic gardening uh, in the summer spring slash summer then I can again grow without the need for actual soil so it's just looking for ways in your current life to achieve some of the things you want not giving in to the limitations like thinking outside of the box to get around them. And man, we're so lucky now because we have so many people to inspire us. Like if this was when I was young and there was no internet and there was just the library, man, it would take so much extra effort. But I mean, come on, like there's no excuses. You want to grow, type in almost anything into YouTube and you're going to find a video of someone who has figured out a way around that because, you know, as humans, we're very resourceful and we do need to change with the times. So yeah, so just already maximizing those things and looking to maximize them even more in this new land. Also, I think I've mentioned this, but I want to learn these techniques because the last thing I want is to move to a land and then not know anything because that's a lot. But if I already know how to do some gardening and some hydroponic things and I've already got this and that sorted out, I already know how to can foods or, you know, make this uh, type of bread or you know from scratch then that's just less I have to learn later and the truth of the matter is it's already changing like the flavor of my life like it's amazing just small changes small changes in how you eat small changes in how you behave each day so really grateful I don't know where that inspiration is coming from but I'm so grateful that things inspire me to look online to find answers because they're out there like you can pretty much teach yourself anything just online at this point so take advantage of that again you can do it with creativity or anything in your life like is it finances is it you know losing weight just there's information out there you just have to dig deep enough to find it and then dig even deeper to actually execute it to get those changes. So that's what we're trying to do. Even within this limited space where we've already um, tried to optimize our space to support our creativity. And then now this homesteading life uh, without any land, we're still trying to do it. So thanks for taking that journey with us. Um, But yeah, those are the reasons that we want land. Um, I got to be honest, this, this podcast, it was hard for me to do. And I think it kind of goes into what I was just speaking about, like, looking for opportunities in your life, even when you feel like they may not be there, just keep an open mind because they are there. And the truth is not everything's going to be be easy. The reason that it was hard for me to do this um, podcast, this 
one that I'm doing right now, and it's a little bit late, trying to keep to the 10 days. But again, please be flexible with me. Um, My schedule's crazy, so trying to keep to that, but again, it might fluctuate. Was because over the holidays, I just, I got a lot of um, financial bad news or like challenges that I just wasn't expecting. And it was, you know, it's humbling because you get all going and revved up and then things come along and, and knock you down, but you don't have to stay down. And um, I felt myself feeling like a little, like an imposter trying to do this podcast where I'm trying to encourage others to, you know, stay positive and go for your dreams. Um, But the thing is that I do want this podcast to be an inspirational place. And personally, I find inspiration in stories where people faced challenges, but they didn't stop moving towards their dream because of that challenge. So, you know, really, that's where the magic is. So feeling pretty deflated, um, but I wanted to share that you that with you guys because you're going to hit those times in your life as well. Like that's just a reality of life. Stuff comes along. Um, and to be honest, like my, I've just felt off these last few days. My energy has been off, like just weird things happening. It's, it's almost like it all came at once, like just really strange things. Um, multiple challenges hitting me and bits of bad news here and there. Um, but you know, it also made me stop and look at certain areas of my life, right? Because when things change, which they will, you know, you need to devise a plan where there wasn't one before, which is just, you know, it makes you grow. So, and it makes me think of a, a quote from Batman, you know, the Christian Bale series of Batmans that just came out. And um, it's that one that he says, you know, why do we fall? Well, his dad says that to him. Why do we fall? And then the answer is, so we can learn to pick ourselves up. So, and I'm not sure why as humans, like, we love the hero's journeys stories, you know, so much. But I think it might be because there's a hero in all of us that wants to come to the light. You know, there's there's quotes like that. And they, they all resonate with us because I think there's something inside of us that knows where we should be. And what we should be doing for our optimal joy, like even if we can't always fully see it or grasp it, inside there's something that knows where we want to be or even where we should be. Um, Which leads me to another quote. Um, And it's this one, it's by the universe, so I don't know who actually wrote it, but they gave credit to the universe. And it says, uh, I had to make you uncomfortable, otherwise you never would have moved the universe. And I mean, that one's pretty self-explanatory, but it's worth talking about because it's just so powerfully true. People like to feel comfortable. And then the unknown can be a scary place to move towards, like intentionally. Uh, And sometimes we get nudged towards our dreams gently, like that word um, uncomfortable hints to in that quote. But it's also been my experience that sometimes a big shove comes (laughs) (laughs) And we don't always love them. Um, Sometimes like it's a traumatic event or an illness, um, but it doesn't really matter. Like regardless of the form or the severity of the catalyst, like we change in response. And the only constant is change. And deep down, we all know that. Like anything you think that wasn't going to change about you, like really look at that depending on your age like even if you're young, there's no way you can look back at the 14-year-old you or 15-year-old you or 10-year-old you and not see how you've changed, like not see how you've grown. 
Um, the thing is that change doesn't have to feel crappy all the time. I think the importance here is that we need to figure out how to work with it and not against it. Like we change or grow as humans for a reason. We just don't always know what the reasons are at first. And we're so used to trying to control like everything in the freaking universe and some of us more than others, like, hello, I'm holding my hand up. I'm one of those people. Um, But, you know, I don't have control over these financial challenges that just came my way but I can regulate my response to them. And that's where the growth is. Like, although I'm not (laughs) truly feeling the strength of my resolution on that right now, like I want to be honest with you guys, I feel really shaken. Um, I've already done some introspection. So to at least observe and understand the response that I'm having. And I find that every time I do this, the response to a similar similar situation in the future, uh, it changes. Like I don't get so upset or I don't get upset for as long. And uh, in fact, in this instance, I've already taken some steps to figure out a way around these new challenges um, that were thrown my way, like, you know, just honestly, like three days ago, like some of this is so fresh. I'm just like, ah, Um, but it makes me feel more proactive than reactive. And that's important. Like it alleviates a lot of stress, which usually just amounts to inefficient and like often detrimental use of my time, like when I start getting stressed out. So it, it really doesn't serve me. And, you know, the truth is that if this dream is worth having, if it's something that I really want, then ultimately storms won't dissuade me from it. Um, one sec, taking a sip of tea here because <clears throat> my voice is really starting to crackle. Okay. Um, we just need to listen to ourselves. Because truly the answers all lie in there. Like they really do. And we just need to slow our days down. Even if you can just carve out a few minutes of your day, like to listen to yourself, that's where you're going to find that strength and that truth that when you connect with it, it keeps you going. Like it keeps you motivated. So again, like I don't know what sort of things you're being challenged by right now. Like it's a new year. I'm sure you've made resolutions and they were probably in response to challenges that you had, but just hang in there. Like, and I'm telling myself that the same thing as I'm sitting here recording this podcast, you know, like listen to yourself. What kind of nagglings do you have like in your mind currently? Because the truth is they're probably pointing to something. They're probably pointing to something that you could, um, proactively work on you know like what are they related to like your health your finances your creativity your relationships honestly it in my experience it pays to listen to your inner voice while it's gently nudging you that's what I'll say (laughs) and I think I'll leave it there so yeah just something to think on so thank you for joining me again guys Um, I am dealing with some challenges but also there's something in me that also is proud that I'm dealing with the challenges because they aren't stopping me. If anything, it's almost like a motivation. It just feels like a strange motivation because it's not a, a perfectly happy one. But again, like it's just in how we perceive it. How do I choose to use what just happened as an excuse to stop or as motivation to grow again and find out a new way around this challenge? So yeah. Let's keep that in mind as we keep going through this new year. Thanks for joining.